Watching Tom Ford said men should be penetrated at least once in their life. <laughs> How so, do you feel about that? <laughs> brother, you don't mean I don't follow no gayness, bro. That's <laughs> fucking gay. We have a topic off the bat and I haven't yeah, even introduced the show. <laughs> yeah, is that being recorded? Yeah. You think that's gayness? That is gay. If a woman does it to a man, is it gay? Brother, anything penetrating a man's rectum is gay, bro. Oh, a finger? Regin, a tongue? A woman's tongue? Regin, that's gay, Regin. Your rectum is for one-way traffic, exit only. Nothing around there, shit. What the fuck is wrong So you wouldn't do it to a woman either? No. Really? No. I've never done that. I have no intentions to. You've not even, like, stuck a thumb in there? No. Yuck. Regin. Nah, that's not my thing, bro. That's probably your shit, but that's not mine. That was definitely my thing. I'm definitely sticking a thumb in there. <laughs> nah, it's good for you, bro. I'm hitting it from the back. There's some uh, some thumb going in there. Yeah. We're going to ride the wave together, honey. <laughs> I personally don't think it's gay if a guy gets a finger or a tongue or anything else Bridget, that's from gay, a woman. Bridget. I think it's gay if it's a man and a man doing it to each other because that's technically how it works. Bro. No. It's very true. There has to be consent and allowance between a man and a man. Yeah. Pretty simple. That's like you saying a mouth is a mouth, bro. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying literally what Tyler was saying in the background. If a man is attracted to a man, then that's gay. Bro, you get your rectum penetrated, it's gay, fam. But it's literally not. That's by all technicalities. By all technicalities, it's not. Hey, I'm just saying... Rectums is for one-way traffic. If you like anal, bro, that's your So thing. women who get fucked in the ass are gay? Bro, I'm just saying... Did you not hear what I just said? It's a one-way traffic. It's not about gay or no, not. No, but I'm, I'm trying to like, understand... To me, it, I'm trying to dissect the logic because you're okay, saying so my logic anyone getting fucked no, in no, the no. ass is gay. That's not what I said. I said that the rectum area is a one-way traffic, exit only. If a man gets his rectum penetrated, that's gay. And if a woman wants to do that, that's her thing. It's illogical, though. Bridget, it's for you. I'm cool with it being illogical for you. But for me, that makes up. That's my how I roll. So you just so you would allow a woman to fucking peg you, bro? No, that's not what I'm into. I'm asking you a question. I and I literally just answered no. That's not what I'm into. Well, you would allow a woman to put her thumb in your butt? Thumb? No, that's not what I'm. In- I literally just said that's not what I'm into. But I don't think it's gay. I think for it's gay. a man and a wo- like if a woman does that You're to a man, a I don't think ass? it's gay. I've done it before. Hey. But I don't think it's gay for a man to get pegged by a woman or have her eat bro, his ass a man getting pegged or by a woman get and... fingered in the ass like that's not gay because he's attracted to a woman and a woman is giving him pleasure <coughs> i don't find nothing pleasurous about someone playing in my butthole but look you don't find it pleasurous but there are men out there who find it pleasurable to have their assholes played with that's good but at the that. same time in the male anatomy our g-spots are in our ass well i never learned that well Allow me to teach you something that you can research nah, later. Cool. I don't need that <laughs> the, the male G spot is found in our in our anus. 
Well, that's good for you. You should it's explore. technically our prostate. Yeah. No. Bro, this may come as news prostate, to you, but that's literally the truth. If my prostate is getting truth. checked, it's one thing, bro. And that's by a doctor, and that's like a have-to type of thing. But that's but that's in, where our G-spot is found. Well, I don't need to know. The same way women have G-spots, men have G-spots. Yeah, that's cool. That's not my thing. And I get, like, I told, I'm not saying it should be a thing. I'm not saying you should explore it. If it's not your thing, it's not your thing. I just think you saying a man and a woman and a woman performing that act on a man is gay is very inconsiderate and ignorant. That's fine. I can live with that. I think it's still gay. Well, if you can live with it, you can live with it. Let's start the episode. Hello, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. Start the episode. Come on. Show some respect. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Don't Be Mad podcast, your weekly dose of us figuring out that Jamali just has a couple boundaries that he's not willing to cross. I'm your boy, Matthew, a.k.a. Lefty Lucky Undersquare. Joined here as always with... You already said I'm here. So Say it again, bad. man. I'm introducing you. I'm here. Officially. Jamali, bro. And we got Tyler in the background having some lagers, drinking... drinking. I was about to say drinking some weed. Having some <laughs> lagers, smoking some weed, and just... Did he tell you what his business out there? Dude, it's legal. No. This privacy. Look... Unless Tyler tells me to shut it down, and look, he can edit it out if it's really a problem for him. But it's weed. Anyways, what, like what, the whole what? the whole conversation in the beginning of this, you stemmed, have been on edge since I had my feet on the couch. Stemmed from a <laughs> from me doing this, a comment made Literally by this. Tom Ford, and I know you guys can see it in the camera right now. Me doing this has had him on edge for like the last twenty minutes, and I don't know why. Anyways, as I was saying, <laughs> the comments that you heard in the beginning of the audio or of the podcast was as a result of a discussion about Tom Ford saying that males should be penetrated at least once. Look, in all honesty, I've never been penetrated, but I've had my ass ate before. It's regular it's cool, shit, bro. That, that's not regular shit for me, bro. Oh, it's... Yeah, for you. I can't respect a woman. You're also like our resident prude, so. I'm cool with that. For you, saying that's not your shit makes sense. I'm cool with it. As me as the more sexually explorative and free soul. Yeah, that's regular shit. People have been doing that shit since the fucking 60s and 70s. Maybe even earlier. Nothing. The fact that, like, it's a thing these days. It's just because social media made it a thing. It's, It's been going around. Like, women giving blowjobs and men eating out women. It's been a thing. Bro, uh, why, why is this a conversation? Because you literally brought it up with your Tom Ford mention. Yeah, and I said what I had to say. Now let's move on. Well, yeah, let's keep... Well, it's a conversation I have, man. Look, if, if I could be that voice of logical reason... For who? Uh, you're Mr. Irrational over here being like... if. If you get anything in your butthole, you're gay, which is ridiculous, because that's not how gay works. It's like people who think you could pray the gay away. That's not how it works. <laughs> if that's what you're into, that's what you're into. Like, who gives a fuck? There's no shaming kinks. Hey, I'm just saying that's not my thing. Yeah, and that's cool, but I would respect you more if you didn't call those people gay, because it's, it's inappropriate. It's, it's uncalled for. <laughs> my and log- my logic it's, in- it's inaccurate my logic behind it if a man's gonna let a woman peg him bro 
it's like one step removed from getting a real penis in his butt, bro. No, that's not how it is. Because I'm just saying that's my view. Because you're saying that with the ideology that the man allowing a woman that to do that to him is also attracted to men doing that to him, and that's not the case. Because if you're not gay, you're not gonna want to have any sexual interaction with men. I'm just saying because easily the way a man could have sex with a woman. You're saying the feeling of his penis going inside a woman should be just as pleasurable if his penis goes inside a man. Not at all. It's definitely what not exactly the same. is the difference in the logic? Because a man don't have a vagina, bro. That, that's all it is, bro. So then, okay, let's put it on equal terms. A man getting head from a woman should be just as fun as a man getting head from a man. Nah, star boy, no. But men and women both have mouths, bro. But that's the logic. I don't know using. why you're you're dragging this along. You started this. I said what I had to say. We are and I don't deep, give a, we're deep diving. We're not deep. You could deep dive in that shit yourself. We are deep diving in anus. I'm not with it. We bro. are deep diving in anus. You could because you, you brought speak it up. for yourself. You're deep diving in anus. Not well, me. I'm I'm trying to figure out all the parameters around your logic. Bro, I give you my logic. That's it. It may not make sense to you, but that's just how I see it. So it may logic be without to you. reason is okay, bro. I'm not here to discuss my point of views about said thing. Obviously, I you, if you're if you're basing it on the the concept that a relationship between two males is what's considered gay, fair enough. But to me, I'm just saying a man getting pegged, bro. That's like so. I think the way your stance is, any effeminate act done on a man, by your views of what effeminate effeminate acts are, is gay. I guess you could define it however you please. Well, I'm, I'm trying to define it in way that the this way you're on the stating docket, it. By the way, you brought it up, so I didn't obviously bring it up. I brought it I, was a topic of concern for you because it you wasn't a top. I saw something on my phone just before we hit record, and I said it out loud. You could have kept scrolling, bro. It was alerting, but, but anyways, you so read we'll, it and you were like, "This is interesting." Interesting enough. Then not only did you read it and have it processed in your mind, but you thought, I got to bring this to the boys. No, I just read it out loud, not realizing that it was recorded. And you being who you are. That's a lie. Because I up. asked Tyler straight up, are we recording? And he and said, I yes. I did not hear. And I was like, yo, did, <laughs> I, I literally said like, yo, did you, Tom Ford just said this. And I was like, oh shit, that's kind of gay. But I'm just saying, bro. So let's move on. This is the end of year episode. I know it's a round of episode, but I... I yeah. I love that you brought it up because, you know, it's good to have these type of conversations. It's good to understand how our minds work and, and the way we see things. Because, look, I'm sure there's people that are listening that heard what you said and they 100% agree with you and think I'm crazy. There's people who heard what I said and think you're out of your mind and I'm on point. That's cool. And that is perfectly fine because we need to have these conversations because we got to open up the dynamics of how yeah. relationships Keep your work. foot down on the fucking ground, bro. You're oh, so my God. It's a wrap up. Ep episode my friends stop freaking out about the feeder they will make appearances bro relax <laughs> all right guys it has been an incredible fun exhausting stressful at times but overall great year hey we survived you were well. listening to this on december 31st new year's eve if you are actually i hope you are because it'll, it'll feel that much more of right on time. If you listen to it afterwards, well then, happy belated New Year. 
to the people listening on time. The New Year's on the way. Gonna be fucking sick. Gonna get fucking lit. The song that's playing <laughs> that you guys can't hear right now is literally like the perfect get lit song. Good old Post Malone. <laughs> right. So let's start. Well, let's get into because we can't say let's start. We already started. You started, but anyways, let's go ahead. How was your week? Matter of fact, how was your year? And how was your mental health throughout the year, man? Let's get into it. You mean you can start? I'm asking you the question, Jamali. Let's go. Oh my god. Gonna be a long episode. <laughs> I mean it is what it is, man. It was a beautiful year. I'm happy I survived. Made some progression. Made some regressions. But overall I think it was a progressive year for me. I think on a serious note, I think I, whatever I set for it to accomplish, I think I accomplished most of it, if not all. And in some ways surpassed, you know, where I'm at right now in terms of career, I thought I wouldn't, I, I didn't know what I was going to do come January, you know, at that point, but I knew it was going to be in that feeling to know that I'm working towards something that I was just an idea 12 months ago. I mean, it's, it's good. So mental obviously mentally you go up there's ups and downs and it's just about staying focused and try to keep a level head as much as you possibly can there's a lot of things that happen that's out of your control you just accept it and things you can change you work and change it that's my policy i will say this for you like i remember when you were coming to like the tail end of your schooling and just knowing how like you were grinding it out because you were dealing with work shit that was stressing you out but at the right. same time you were dealing with the fact that you had like exams coming up and everything that was stressing you out and knowing like you were really just pushing and pushing and pushing and just reminding you you know like fucking man like just get it done yep you know do your studying with the job if you can't deal with it try to find something new and if you can then fuck that other place get the fuck out of there but the most important thing would be just like focus on the schooling focus on the studying and you did that and you finished it, you passed all your shit, and you yep. graduated, which was like, to me, like, I love seeing, like, people I know making those accomplishments, hitting oh, those sure. milestones, because a lot of times, like, we take it for granted how easy it is to get in, but how hard it is to finish. Oh, yeah. I think finishing is harder than anything else. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, and I just remember, like, even, like, judging your process based on, like, what I went through... And knowing, like, I had times where, like, I literally, like, took a semester off where there was a time where I literally felt like I was having mental breakdowns and yep. had to get a therapist just to, like, help me get through, like, the tail end of my shit. Been there, too, yep. You know, like, I know there's genuine struggles that happen when you're oh, dealing yeah. with working Monday to Friday on a full-time gig, going to school at night, studying every hour that... You're you not either working or in class. Or on the bus, traveling. Yeah, back you know, and, and like, yeah, yeah. knowing that these were, like, the trials that you were going through, but just reminding you, like, yeah, man, like, just grind it out. It sucks, but do whatever you got to do to get through it, and you did that, and now you're done school. Well, you're also, now. well, if you decide to do graduate <laughs> or anything like that, like, it's still an option that's available, but even on top of that, like, you're in a position where you're going to get a great job. So the fruits of your labor are showing. And like, oh, yeah. that's something that like, I'm really happy that happened for you this year. I respect you for that. After you put your feet next to me, 
I'll let Dude, you it's slide. A, it's a, yeah, I'll let you slide. Yo. Just keep you know, I ground. just got to fuck with your head a couple times, man. That's all it is. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are crazy. But yeah, for myself, man, like, I remember coming into 2018 after, like, two years of, well, not two years, because I finished, I had finished school either, like, mid to, like, third quarter of 2016, and during that time, I was really just, like, I had a lot of shit happen as far as, like, family shit was, right. went down, like, relationship falling apart went down like there was a lot of little things that happened where i was just like you know what like i'm gonna take some time for just discovering myself figuring out what i want to do and and enjoying myself and during that time i really just had a stretch where it was just about rebuilding who i am as a person you know and during that time is when i had approached jason and was like look I think it's time to like start a podcast. Right. Like I think we do a we we hit it a bit more professional minded. Like we take it a bit more seriously, and we just we do it better than we did it before, but with the same idea of it's loose, it's fun. Like right. we don't take ourselves so seriously, but at the same time, the serious things we need to talk about, we approach it with some care and some concern. Right. And leading into 2018, that was like the main focus for us. On top of the fact of a lot of things that was happening with like family's health and things of that nature, yeah. which I've mentioned on the podcast before, but overall it was just a matter of understanding. Like I wanted career to be something that I took a bit more seriously, even with my nine to five job, you know, like I kind of like stepped up a bit, you know, became like team leader in certain positions. And then in other positions got pay raises and, and just put myself in a place where it's like, I'm a guy who's being noticed for more than just showing up, doing what I got to do and leave, you know, exactly. And in all aspects of career, that was mainly the focus for 2018. And I feel like as much as I wanted more, what I accomplished, I'm very proud of because right. I wouldn't have gotten that unless I took the time to really make it a, a moment and an objective, you right. know? So for that, I feel like 2018 was an accomplishment. Oh, definitely. I think anybody who survived it, it's, it's a clean start. Yeah. So even if you didn't get what you wanted to accomplish, revise, see where, where you went wrong. You know what I mean? What decision you made. Well, that's the thing. Cause it's not even to say like I didn't accomplish. It's like, it's more of, I'm, I'm always a person who once I hit a goal, I already have two more goals that are ahead. So it's like the goal I hit, I'll appreciate it for like five seconds. And it's like, all right, this is next. You know? So I'm always looking ahead, like constantly looking ahead. And, and I felt like as, we've come to this position with the podcast. I'm already looking for like what's next with the podcast. And then like when it comes to work, once I hit those milestones with work, I'm like, okay, what's next with work? Like, what yeah. can I do? And if I ever feel like I hit a point where it's like, I can't figure out what's next to do, then I got to figure out if this is the right thing right. or if there's something more. Right. So for the fact that like with the podcast, there's still more to do. Absolutely. At work, I still have more to do. I'm happy that i'm in that position because it keeps me working it keeps me focused it keeps me being like all right i gotta grab the next thing like i i got this but there's more to come right. and i say that because i'm hoping our listeners have that or at least adopt that mentality right of no matter where you are like you always got to be what's next like what's the ambition right you know because a lot of times we'll go through a whole year where we're so comfortable 
and where we're at and what we're doing that we don't realize that we've plateaued. Right. Which is like one of, like, I never want to plateau. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, for me, I always say one thing. Success is not a destination. It's a journey. And sometimes that journey has ups and downs and a lot of things that are out of your control. Like, even you saying you didn't accomplish a lot. I don't think you set forth this year envisioning that you would have to deal with all, like, the family health issues that you've yeah. been going through. So, and I'm even then, I don't even know if you knew how capable you were to handle these things. No, I, so that's in its way. It's also yeah, an accomplishment. Like, I, I learned a lot about my ability to deal with hard choices. Right. And, and situations where the things you decide to do, like the stances you decide to take, not only affect myself and the, the direct person involved, but right. people that are adjacent as well. Right, of course. And yeah, when it came to like those family concerns where, you know, like like I've I've told you guys before, like my grandparents, they've been dealing with a lot of health issues, and I've been doing my best to accommodate them with everything that they're going through. And you know, like there's there were times where legit I would have to wear the mask of, I'm not your your grandson. I'm here as somebody who wants you to get better. Right. So I'm gonna have to be mean to you. I'm gonna have to be forceful. I'm because I know. You're struggling because of fear, whereas right. I'm trying to help you out of hope. Right. You know, and a lot of times, like, I take that position because I'm I'm more of, like, a tough love type of person. Like, I've always been that way. Like, like whether it's me towards someone or someone towards me, I always, like, let's say I'm training. I prefer somebody look at me and be like, you're acting like a little bitch right now. Pick up those weights and get lifting over someone who's like... No, we're going to get there. Like, no, don't coddle me. I don't need that. Like, right. I need somebody who's going to, like, yell at me and tell me I ain't shit, you know? <laughs> but at the same time, like, I know I can't be that way right. towards other people because that's not the same motivation they need. Right. So it took a lot of learning what I need to be for them in order to help them. And once I figured that out, I was able to, like, grow in a, in a position of this is how I can accommodate you the best. And, yeah, like... I learned a lot in that sense of like my mental fortitude and, oh, yeah. and what I'm capable of doing in that sense. No, most definitely. I mean, overall, it's a successful year. I mean, obviously, it could always be better. But Every it could have been a be lot better. worse. <laughs> yeah, until I win that uh, Maximilians or. You know, that the, might be your worst year ever. <laughs> Dude, I'm disappearing. <laughs> your worst year ever. Me and my family are out. <laughs> Where are you going to go? Don't worry about You're not going to be on social media. Let me tell you right now. I have a plan. Me and my sister, like we have a plan for what we're going to do with the family if anybody ever wins like the lotto. <laughs> we legit have a plan. Hey man. Good luck. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Look, the podcast will still happen. How? Don't worry about I'm it. I'm not coming on your trip, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is I'm not going to forget the ones that were with me. You know what I mean? You're going to turn Hollywood. Gonna, I'm not going to... No, oh, I'm definitely turning Hollywood. But I'm not going to forget the ones who were with me. Hey, I, I wouldn't want to win. I, I played a lottery Where for the I fun go, of y'all go. <laughs> but I, I would... I, I'd be nervous if I was to win the entire amount. My whole... my I don't know. Your, your whole life changes in an instant. Bro, I'm not even going to accept that money for a good year. What? Bro, I'll, I'll get nervous as Yo, hell. I want it right away so I can just watch it sit in my bank account. What do you mean? Nah, fam. I like I would be afraid to touch it. Nah, bro, I don't want that. I, I'll be afraid to like people even know it. Like, like let's I want say it's that. like Lotto Max 
and it's like 65 m's bro like i, I yo imagine you win 65 m's and it's just in your bank account and you you like pull up your app or, <laughs> like you pull your app you just sit there and it's like them m's are in your bank account you ain't even touching them but they're there you know how beautiful that would feel you know how stressful that is <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I would shit myself. Dude, I, I would take a walk down the street just like... Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like every every block just... Yo, them M's is there. <laughs> I'll be nervous. But yeah, like that that's a far cry away. Like that's... Hey, you never know. It could you be never tonight. know, but at the same time, it's like it's one and one. Isn't it like tonight the draw? Oh, I didn't even play today. Uh, what is it, 65? It uh, should be up No, there. I think it's 38. Oh, someone won last week? Yeah. Oh, that guy, man. Yeah, He's walking I mean, down the street right now. Like, Yo. God damn it. The M's is there. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, you got you to gotta get that shit right away. Because, yo, you can't take no chances of you got the winning ticket and you, you're stressed out to, like, actually claim your cash. And then you fucking die. I don't know, man. Like. Because, yo, at the very least, if it's in my account, and I don't know about you, but, like, I have my shit set up that, like, if anything happens to me, it's my parents. Yeah, yeah. And if my parents die, it's my siblings. Yeah, right. No, no. So, I'm at the, the very least, I know, yo, my sister and my nieces, they are bomb. They're, no, but they still, like, they would, have, they would have access to the ticket. But, no, I'm saying, like, in the case of, let's say you bought it on your phone. Nah, but I don't do them digital stuff. You know I'm old school. But I'm just saying, like, but... And if, let's say it's on your ticket, but what? who knows how you pass, they can't find the ticket. Damn. You know what I mean? Like, you got to think in terms of what if I win and I'm holding out and cashing out. Like, why? Bro, I'll be on the next day. Dude, I'm telling you right now, I don't care what is happening. <laughs> if I know I got the win, the first place I'm going is Lala Quebec. Like, yo. <laughs> cut the check, cut the check, cut the check How right long now. How do you think to get deposited into your account? Yo, it better be three business days, my guy. <laughs> cut the check. <laughs> Yo, I'm, I'm telling you straight up. And I'm I want it all. I want, no, don't give me no payment plan. No, no. I want it all. One shot. Let's go. <laughs> I'll be on the next thing smoking, bro. <laughs> I don't even know how we got to here, but yo. Yo, me hey, right now, I might run to get a ticket. <laughs> yeah, Do we but, got time? <laughs> nah. We got 30 minutes. Yeah, I'm not with Screw it. Screw that. We don't got time. <laughs> nah. So should we wrap up the year? Hey, might as well. Where do we start? Where do we start in wrapping up the year? Start with music. Music. Highs and lows. Highs and lows. Yo. Some highs were the controversies. What, Pusha T and Drake? Pusha T and Drake. Nicki and Cardi B. Eminem and Machine Gun Kelly. Mm. Everything that happened to our favorite rainbow-haired guy, 6ix9ine. The Carters. <sighs> Carter. You know I love the Carters. J. Cole. Was J. Cole album this year? No, right? Yeah, J. Cole's album was, was this, this year. year. J. Cole was this year. Who else was this year? Black was this year. Yeah. Oh, there was, a, there was actually a lot of, good of music. music. Like, yeah. every week I felt there was at the very least three new albums that came out since like the beginning of January which is insane and it's funny because like recently I wrote 
like a small little article for my boy Julian, who's a part of the Upford Network, which we're gonna be a part of soon, but I'll keep it on the low. And yeah, like on that, I talked about how one of my favorite albums of the year was November by Sir. Because it came out literally came out twenty eighteen, January. And for the full year, and like you know me, we're both R and B heads. And like that was like I won't say a new age R and B. But it was like it was R and B with like the new feel of like this new generation, but it had like that jazz that tone, old, old yeah, that connection. old school feel, and like it's like thirty two minutes long. But I'm telling you, like at least three times a month, I was like banging that shit. Funny enough, you mentioned that my little off. Time. Well, it's not really off; it's still on the high. Jackies, man. <laughs> Yo, we gonna oh, talk about this again? <laughs> yo, honestly, he is the king. Like he's the king R and B of this generation. Like Chris Brown's not in this generation. I can't give him that. No, no, but hold on, hold of, on. No, no, and I'm not. I won't even say Chris Brown is of this generation. Like of the new ones. Like because he said 16 to 25, right? Right. I can't give him that. Who has it? Daniel Caesar, way better than him. I don't know, but Brent Fires way better than him. But in terms of lyrical content, I would even put Sir ahead of him. And the reason I would do it is because Jackie's biggest songs are not his original songs; they're all remixes. What? Yes. What? Bed Twisted. That's a remix. Bed is a remix. From who? From uh, what's his name? Oh fuck! I'm blanking. Jay Holiday. Yeah. Bed is a remix. Twisted no. is a remix of LMA. All of his biggest songs are remixes. I don't think Bed is a... a it is. I don't, All I, of his biggest songs are remixes. What about London? That's a dope-ass record. London is... That might be original. But I, his uh, biggest songs are You and are your original. bullshit? I'd rather you... Like, you, that record, you is a heavy record. That... You never heard it? I don't know that song. You don't know that song? Bruh. I don't know, look, man. I'm not saying Jackie's is bad. <laughs> I, think I feel like this is three weeks in a row now we're talking about. I think it's like ta- I don't think it, he's bad. I do think he's talented. I don't think he is in the realm of King yet. Not even of this newest generation coming. Oh out. no, not of ever. No, no. Because to me, it's it. like he he hasn't put anything out that I have played to the level that I played like a Black's album. Like I've like East Atlanta Love Letter. I play that shit all the time. Like I fucking love that that album. What is it called? Daniel Fears? Daniel Season's Fruitian. I'm I heard sorry. some of the song of that. That album, front to back, I can listen to it anytime, right? So Jackie's hasn't put anything out that has me. EPs like, have been okay. And they've Yeah, been- but give me an a f- like and considering how albums are today, thirty to forty five minutes. Right. Give me that where I'm just like, I do one. But I wasn't even through. talking about his songs. I was talking about his tone, like no, the vibe but, he but gives is saying. such an old school. He's a good artist. Yeah, he can sing like undeniable. He can sing. He's a good artist. But to call yourself king, you have to have some accolades to back that up, <laughs> right? Like when when I look at the generations of people who can slot themselves as kings. As much as I don't like this guy, R. Kelly, 100%. R&B King. After him, Usher, R&B King. After him, Chris Brown, 
R&B king. If we want to talk about like the top of generations, because that's 30 years, 20 years, 10 years, right? So if we're looking at less than 10 years now, I can't give that to Jackie's. You haven't done enough for me to put you ahead of someone like Black who has two studio albums right now. And both of them have been critically acclaimed. The first one has, won, has had accolades to put behind it. The second one, we'll see what happens with like Grammys coming up and all that stuff. So like Billboard Awards. We'll see what happens with East Atlanta Love Letter. But Black has something to his name. No, no, I get that. But I feel like Black is so unique. He's in his own lane. I feel like out of all of them, Jackie's give me that old school reminiscent feel. No, that's he, why. he does. That's why. That's exactly and, why I say it. And that's why like, I want to stress it. I'm not looking at Jackie's like he's not talented. Right. Complete opposite. I think he's talented. I think he is in a position where he could literally be that fucking guy. Right. But he's not, he's not in a position yet where he can call I, himself. I, the way I should word it, I think he's the artist right now r&b that reminds me or give me the feel of early like nah well if you feel that way about him yeah. i would definitely tell you to channel out to brent fires he literally like the way he he sings the music that he like the production that he has it is straight up like late 90s early 2000s r&b i have to i mean i need r&b is life yeah like check him out and obviously you know daniel caesar like yeah it's fucking incredible. There's another guy from LA. Forgot his name. Is it? it is, is it LA? No, no, he's from LA. Because <laughs> there is he a guy from. He was on the four. <laughs> oh shit! I can't. I'm so bad with names. Oh, but he was there on the four. Oh my I'm god! I'm so bad with names, but I know who you're talking about. But he, he, had, he, had, the four. he had released a couple of records yeah. this year too. That was really that was some dope feeling. But but yeah, yeah, no, like I just. Like, when I look at, like, that R&B conversation and, like, King of R&B, I mean, like, it's great that, like, I'm not mad at him for even doing it because, right. yeah, like, spark the conversation, get get people, like, on their toes And I think he did that for, uh, in a way where yeah. it feels like it's going to build, like, people, like, yo, you really going to claim that? I'm coming for your head. The thing that bugged me about it was just the fact that I felt the older people should just let it happen. Yeah, but I think it was misquoted because this all happened at the Soul Train Award. With a conversation, like there was an interview that he had with, oh my God, Keith Sweat, Tang. Well, no, like the conversation of him being king of R&B happened before that. It was a TMZ cameraman who was like backstage and saw Keith Sweat and was like, yeah, do you want to talk about like this whole king of R&B stuff? He didn't even say Jackie's name. He was just like king of R&B stuff. And then Jackie's heard king of R&B and just like jumped into the conversation. Right, but that happened at... Yeah, that that happened at the Soul Train. Right. But the conversation of like Jackie's starting like I'm the king of R&B happened prior to that. Yeah, it it was before that that it happened. It it was... I don't know. It could be a beautiful uh, next five years. Let's hopefully they all stay on track. Look, uh, the way I see it, the fact that he did this, it sparked conversation. It has... Especially... Since he did it, it has a lot more people looking at R&B. Right. It's literally opportunity for any R&B artist right now, Jackie's included, to just put your shit out. And then you put it out, you say it's R&B, you let people know, yeah, R&B. Like, I'm an R&B artist, here's my EPs, here's my LPs, like, everything. You throw it all out there. And then let the people understand, like, 
R&B is still alive and fucking well. Like, it's well. been going prominent for a while. And, oh, yeah. And on top of that, like, there's a lot of R&B artists that don't get the shine that they deserve. Right. You know? One of them is Tink. Yo. Tank? Yeah, for sure. Tink. Tank? Yeah. Oh, the female artist. The female yeah. artist. Yeah. Like, she needs to get her due. Yeah, tank respect. and tank, like both well, of them. <laughs> I mean, tank has his accolades. Yeah, and, you know he's been around for a long time. Wish we could get another TGG, but well, I don't know. Maybe Tyrese would stop crying soon. Um, <laughs> Danny Wise got to stay off the mollies, and Tyrese got to stop complaining. Hey. <laughs> and tank got to remember that he's not twenty five. He's out here acting like, he's but he's 25. the best singer out of all three. If we're being realistic, he has the best voice of all. Three. I think he's the best writer of all three. Definitely the best By writer, far. but if we're talking vocals, Tank has, and like. But I mean, I'm, I'm so. Sure. I I will stand genuine till I die, like stand like no fucking other. But Tank has the best vocals of all of them. I would have to say so. I mean, Tyrese to me that is not even a singer. It's like weird when I hear him sing, and I'm like, yo, this is actually good. yeah, because we're used to him acting. Yeah, or doing some like you I, know, like we're used to like yeah, we're used to him acting or the antics. But yeah, the dude nah, can fucking sing. He can really sing. Like he he can fucking get his bars off. But yeah, like when I look at those three, like if we look at the <sighs> vocals, like just who's got the voice? range and all that. Yeah, it's Tank, tank like, without down. a doubt, man. Hands down. Yeah. But it'll be dope to see another album from them. Praying. Praying yeah, the last them. album was fire. <laughs> All right. Outside of R&B, what about the raps? You mentioned Drake before. Drake and Pusha T. I, I think that was... I mean, it is what it is. I feel like it was just a bunch of misunderstandings that got overblown because nobody wants to pick up the phone and call each other. No, I think, I think honestly, it's... If, if we were to go with what was said... Because you had Drake on one hand on the LeBron uh, barbershop conversation saying that, you know, Kanye set him up yeah. and did all that. And then you have Pusher Push on Joe, Joe Budden saying, well, bro, Kanye didn't tell me nothing. This came, all from, came from 40. 40s <laughs> mouth from some girl he's sleeping with. Like, who do I believe? It's not even a concept of belief. I think what really happened, I think... Pusha T, for one, benefited greatly from that. Oh, yeah, of course. But also, too, it shows that Drake could withstand a fight and still rise above it. Withstand? Beca yeah. Well, I mean, he got his ass whooped, bro. If I was to be honest. Well, yeah, okay, I will. Like, he yeah, got manhandled, yeah. but he still kept face and kept pushing and still delivered great music. Yeah, I was going to say there there really wasn't much of a fight because no, Pusha T got just. Whooped. Yeah, yeah, he got yeah. whooped. But well, like, no, I get what you mean. Yeah. You know I mean, push like this could have been a 50 Jairul situation. Oh, could have been. But Drake <laughs> is too great for that. Well, I think Drake has an amazing team. And I think that's, that's what it is. Because Drake, especially with Pusher putting out Story of Eddie Dawn and Pusher just pretty much airing out all the dirty laundry. Putting it all really out. And dirty the funny thing is, like, the whole, like, him having a child thing, like, I knew about that from time because I seen the tweet of that the the woman put out right. where she was like, he's a deadbeat dad and he doesn't see his child and no, no, no. Like I had seen all that shit already. So to me, it wasn't news, new, right. but the fact that I feel like I was a bit more naive in the fact that I didn't realize how many people didn't know about it. Right. So 
the fact that he did that and, and essentially shut down the Adidas line right. that Drake was going to be putting out that his child was going to be featured on, which say what you want about Pusha T for him to shut down Drake and Adidas from putting out merch. That's fucking big. Like you got to think of like the celebrity of Drake and the status of Adidas. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think he, he shut that down. I think where is it? It was supposed to come out in the summer, right? I don't think I don't. I think what happened, Drake. I think Drake probably stopped that. I don't. I would never give Pusha that but, level of credit. But, but that's what it is. But if Pusha, Drake stopped it, that means it's because of what Pusha did. Because remember, Daytona came out in May, right? If I'm not mistaken, the Adidas Corbin. line that added on, right? which was going to be linked to his child where he made the big reveal that he had a son was supposed to happen either June or July. Right. So this track comes out. He blows up the whole deal. He blows up the fact he has a kid. So reveals done. Everybody knows about Eddie Dawn now. Right. Like all this shit is pretty much out there. Right. And we never get Eddie Dawn. You really think that line's closed down, bro? Jake is probably Jake. Explain is it. I personally believe like, it, there's, it will there's, make what more, are the other links? It will make more sense for him not to bring it out, let it die out a bit. Let and I mean even him bonding with his child, let him bond with his child and watch it drop in April of next this of twenty nineteen. If it drops, it drops. I but th the fact that it's delayed, that's pushing T. Of well, I mean of course. Well, I don't say it's pushing T, I think it's the whole beef. It's pushing T. That's that would be Pusha T. I'm not giving credit to Pusha T for that. You 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 don't have to give him credit or not, no. but the fact is he literally said everything was happening. I think he if, said it. I he think, blew it up. I think I think even if if it was if, even if even if it was not mentioned, I don't think it was the light that Drake wanted to bring that out. Oh, of course not. Of so course whether, not. whether he had mentioned it or not, I think the fact that they got into this controversy. But even you saying that, that's not the light that Drake wanted it to have when he put it out. That is the effect of what Pusha T's track did. No, 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 no. I'm just saying even if Pusha T didn't go as far as exposing all of that, like his child and whatnot, I think Jake still wouldn't have put it out because th that whole summer was just... Oh, no, I disagree. Was a whole mess. That was... No, whoa. That was Drake's summer to own. If you're not, if you remember, Nice for What came out, God's Plan came out, the whole him turning into like the nice guy image was happening. Everything was lining up to that release. Everything. But and the, then the beef happened. happened. The beef happened. Yes. Which I also think Pusha T really. It was perfect timing. Pusha T really, really took a, the best shot ever. That was the most clutch. He threw a wrench in the cogs. Like yeah. That, that is the perfect example of throwing a wrench in the cogs. But, I mean, Pusha could do all he wants. He's never going to be as big as Drake. No, but, but even with that, people look at it as Push trying to be that status, but Push doesn't need to be that status because where Push is and where Push has always been is his business deal. He's the one who made the I'm loving it McDonald jingle, yeah. Jingle for McDonald's. Like he has deals with Adidas. He has he's the president of good music. Yep. Like everything he's doing. Isn't it behind Pepsi or Coke, one of them too? He has a deal with one of them. Possibly one of them as well. But like 
he's done so much behind the scenes with his ability to rap, his ability to just create <laughs> the that play, the play clothing line. That as well. You know like, I mean? like he he doesn't need to be in that position of I'm the celebrity you see every single day. Right. And I'm the guy that you revere. Like that's never been his position. Even when clips were like top of the world, that's never been his position. So the idea that he's trying to compete for position with Drake, it's void, which is why this happened to Drake. You know, Drake looked at it like the same way he looked at his beef with Meek Mill. We knew Meek was in, in that spot where he was like, I'm trying to climb the ladder and be the man. So for him to go at Drake was him trying to like take over the person who is the man. That wasn't Pusha T. Hey, I'm just saying if there really was, if there is a secret uh, uh, unreleased track, I would love to hear it. He'll drop that shit. I man. hope that shit get leaked. <laughs> I mean, I hope 40 and him get into a beef and 40's like, you know what? I'm leaking this shit. <laughs> Leak it all. <laughs> All right, um, Nikki and Cardi. The most tackiest thing ever. The the tackiest, but the definitely most, to me the most entertaining. Definitely not. Dude, we got a gala showdown where, where heels were thrown. Nothing, and there was a lump on the forehead. glorious about that. I didn't say glorious. There's, I said entertaining. There's nothing entertaining about two people acting barbaric. Uh, What? Have you ever seen the UFC? <laughs> As you know, I'm not. Have a you ever watched boxing? Like, come no, on. No, but I mean, boxing. There's a place. That's a space for it. UFC has a space for it. To act ratchet and ghetto is at a gala. Well, I'm not gonna say ratchet and ghetto. That is ratchet. Nicki Minaj said it was on site. I agree, but there's a time so and place for everything. Yeah, on site. That was not gonna be an on site situation. Don't say it's on site if you ain't about that life, bro. At a gala, you think Nicki was gonna run up? No, it's like. Claiming a set when you're not really gangster. Shout out to 6ix9ine. Well, I don't know 6ix9ine, so I don't know if he's gangster or not. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just think it was say Don't say things you can't back up. Bro, I'm not saying Nikki's right. I'm just saying there's a time and place for everything. And that was the worst place for them to put on display that type of unprofessional behavior. That's all I'm I will saying. say in Cardi B's defense. If oh, you, I don't think Cardi what? B's wrong, though. I'm saying, in Cardi B's defense, if you are literally online liking people's tweets and comments about them saying, fuck my child and I ain't shit and like every basically negative derogatory comment directed towards me, you're retweeting or liking. And then when I call you out on it, you say, yo, whatever, it's on site on your podcast. All right. If that's the energy you want to project to me. That's the energy I'm going to give back to you. Because as far as I'm concerned, I came to you being like, yo, I, what you're doing is disrespectful and I don't appreciate that. I don't respect it. Again, I agree 110%. Do I think Cardi's in the wrong? No. I just think it was a poor display of, of class to have that type of behavior at such an event. That's all. Such an event. Bro, if this happened at a barbershop. Do you know what happens at New York Fashion Week? I'm just saying, this happened, <laughs> you know, at a bodega, it would have been funny as what, hell. Okay. Considering, like, I have a little bit of, like... Ratchetness in you? Yes. No. Insider, because I have a friend who's actually been a part of, like, New York Fashion Week, like, done the runways and everything. 
That's not the first time fights have broken out. Clearly not. People go there doing all sorts copious of amounts of drugs. Absolutely. I know you that. You know, like the the fact that like this is actually like one of the first times and God knows how long that like it was two black people that got into a fight compared to the amount of times white people, designers, models, etc., celebrities have been going at it. And they have been publicized as well when they've been going at it at these fashion shows. To call it ghetto and ratchet, no. It's typical shit that happens at the fashion weeks. Bro, I'm just saying, in my opinion, for them to choose, like for that occasion to be where that this that was displayed, I think it's it's a poor taste. That's my opinion. No, I can agree with that. It could be seen as poor taste, but don't say it's on site if you're not really about it being on site. Bro, if it was on site, I get it. You want to tell me did I, this was the first time they crossed path? It must have been because, come on, everything we know about the world today. Bro, if I tell you it's on site, okay, let me tell you this. If I tell you it's on site. Don't ever tell me it's on site. Bro, if I tell you it's on site, <laughs> I, we got your, your. I know you don't throw hands, Jamali. You ain't been outside. <laughs> you don't want to catch one. That's what you, that's what you should learn about. Catch one of them. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you, you want to catch me outside? Yeah, trust me. How about that? Yeah. You, you don't, you don't want to catch one. Was that 2018? No, obviously 2017? not. 2017? 2016, bro, or 15. Two years? Yeah, it's been a while. Jesus, Dr. She's Phil. legal now. <laughs> Oh, relax. No, I'm just saying. She you really knew didn't. that very. <laughs> Clearly not. Anyways, I believe she's legal. But anyways, <laughs> if I tell you it's on site and we're at your niece's graduation and I'm minding my business, I'm going my own way. You're going to come out of your way to attack me? If you say it's on site. I'm asking you a question. I'm telling and I'm asking. If you say it's on site, it's on site. So you would, you would come out. Of your way. I'm in my own lane. You're in your own oh, lane. Oh, I'm I'm coming out. Wow. Especially if you were disrespecting my child. I got time. I, I think I, I think there's a time. I and got place time for, today. There's time and place for those type of things. Oh yeah, the time and place is on site right now, as you said. I see you, you see me, it's on site. Let's go. There's certain things you don't say if you're not about it. It's like, look. We see all these like young rappers now, right now. Look, Tory Lange just said it to Royce the 5'9, suck my dick. You gotta understand, man. There's certain things you don't say unless you're really ready to be about what, that action. You can't action. go to Detroit no more? Look, I, I don't know what Tory Lanez can or can't do, but there's like for our generation, if someone were to go to you and be like, yo, suck my dick, that's fighting words. We don't got to talk anymore. I know where your energy's at. But these young kids are throwing it around like it's nothing. But you well, said it's the wrong Corey person. Lanes. Maybe, what, two years, three years younger than us? I don't think he's the same age as us. <laughs> he can't be that far behind. He's over 25. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think he's in his so, 30s yet either. So maybe he's serious. And I'm not going to research But why did he it. say that to, to Royce of 5'9"? What did Royce of 5'9 do? He apparently, well, Royce said that Jordan Lucas won the battle between Tory Lanez and Jordan Lucas. And Tory took offense to that and was like, yo, these old people don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And basically took shots of it on Twitter. And then basically Royce was just like, yo, honestly, like, 
you don't want these fucking problems. Just keep it to yourself. Like, I just said my opinion. That's it. And Tori's like, yo, that's what's wrong with these fucking old heads. He he was, like, dissing him, calling him, like, Royce 5'7 or some shit. Like, Rolls 5'7. And was like, yo, suck my dick. I don't care what you think. And but it's like, yo, there are people you just, you don't do that shit with. I mean, I, I don't, Royce is no threat. I mean, you can They're not going to get, Royce is not going <laughs> to waste bars on Tory Lanez. No, he's not going to waste bars. I don't think he's going to waste bars at all. And I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I don't think it's going to get to anything physical either. That's factual. It's not gonna. Tory Lane's not gonna put his some good vino. Some good vino. Tory Lane's not gonna put himself in in Royce way. Look, all I'm gonna say is there aren't a lot of people, and like we've seen a lot of people have rap beef with Royce, but there aren't a lot of people who make outright threats. Not to a Royce. threat. Dude, you say suck my dick? I'm sorry, man. Bro, he typed it over a fucking tweet. Don't matter. I'm I'm sure Roy's not even sweating that. Roy's probably laughed at that. Oh, I'm sure he laughed at it because he knows he got people that can handle it for him. Yeah, it's whatever. I think if you <laughs> if you're gonna go after Tory Lane for you know saying what? that. I'll look at it like this. You're making the same like you're looking at it the same way a lot of people looked at the shit that like 6ix9ine was doing where 6ix9ine was doing his internet antics and... No, 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 but 6ix9ine... Wait, wait, wait. 6ix9ine was doing his internet antics. He was being a troll. He was doing this, doing that, threatening people, starting beefs. And I had many of my boys who were just like, yeah, you know, no one's touched him yet. No one's done anything yet. And like, the one thing I said is, you never go after someone like that while the spotlight's still on them. You wait. And what did we find out? His own fucking people. When the light was starting to dim on him a bit, he was getting away from the controversies and was just really focusing on his music with the album coming out. That they were going to fucking kill him. His own fucking people. And on top of that, the feds were on his ass. So, with this, no. I wouldn't do anything now. Why would I do it now when it's still on people's minds? It's still on people's tongues. You wait till the lights dim a bit. You wait till, oh, your album's out? Cool. Go on your little tour. You're going to have a stop that I know people in. And that's what I'm going to get you. And that's how it goes down. I don't think it's going to happen like that. The smartest people are patient. Bro, of course. But the whole point that what is Royce going to gain from attacking him or do, dealing with him? What is he going to gain? It's not even a matter of gain. It's a matter of principle. And that's the difference. Just like principle. Don't put your fucking feet next to me. It's principle. Excuse me? Yeah, it's Y'all principle. put it on your fucking leg. I don't give a fuck. Bro, don't put your feet on my feet, bro. We have a problem. Don't put my feet. <laughs> Yo, um, you want to go? <laughs> trust me. It will be right here, right now. You want to tell you something? <laughs> It'll be right here, right now. Oh man! They would have this. This whole this whole thing couldn't be updated, uploaded to YouTube. It'd be, be most shocking. That's where they would. Yeah, have to people up- don't need to see a murder, and what, that's where they would have. That's where Tyler would have. To I know you ain't got no shit. hands. It would be most shocking. It would be most shocking. That's where they'll have to upload this shit, not YouTube. Most so, shocking. Live leak. Uh, Live leak. 
Lively, <laughs> whatever. It will be literally that. But you don't go outside. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. <laughs> Keep thinking that. <laughs> Keep thinking that. But yeah, th- that, that's next? all I have What's to next? say. What's next? Well, we did the music thing. Did a bit of it. There's not much to discuss. Well, what's your album of the year? Me. Ah, no. But championships? Already? Mm, Already? mm, Ah, Nipsey. Yo, I don't Mm. know about that, bro. I think it would have to... It's it's Nipsey, for sure. I will say this, though. This Meek Mill album, Championship, is my favorite. It's my favorite Meek album. And, like, I I went back and listened to, like, his other albums. Dreams and Nightmares is number two for me. 444 came out this year. Dude, a lot of good shit came out. Victory Lap, <laughs> yeah, Redemption Victory Lap. by J Rock. Yeah, a lot of good shit came out. November by mm. Sir. Like, yo, if we're looking R and B, fuck, dude. Alina Baraz came out this year, bro. There, there's a lot of fucking music that came out. This Album year. of the year for me, dude. Georgia Smith came out this year. Yep. Where do we? Where, like, where do you begin? Where do you begin? I don't know, man. I I I don't know. I think Victory Lap for me is the most significant one because of the hype for years. That was you knew what he kept talking about yeah. it. Like we're gonna do the marathon. Like we were waiting because like it, there was a lot of pushbacks. Right. But then on top of that, like we, like he was setting up ever since marathon. Right. You know, and like this was gonna be the one that's what? like kind of caps it off. So right. yeah, no, I I love Victory Lap. Victory I Lap, I think, is a Victory great body Lap. of work. Oh man, the hands. Even Drake's album wasn't that bad either. It wasn't bad, but I don't think it has the playthrough. No, 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 no. Because like the one thing about it that bothered me was the on the sides. first on the first playthrough, yeah. I knew which songs I was skipping. And like to me, like if that happens, I already know where I stand on it. Whereas like an <coughs> album like J Rock's Redemption, right? I listened to it front to back, mm-hmm. and I was just like, all right, start it over again. You know, like in in no skips. I'm trying to just think. straight up like dope. KOD by J Cole, amazing. The Caprio Two by JID, which came out I think in September, yeah. amazing. Like there's there's certain artists. Oh fuck, Lupe Fiasco, Drogas Waves. I really listened to that. There's an hour and a half of just. Look, if we want to talk about people who are lyrical and... Oh, for sure. I don't care how long you sit down with a pen and a paper, you will just never think of anything the way this person does. Lupe Fiasco's Drogas Wave is that. I, I I really, really... He's one up there. He's up there when it comes to lyrical. Yeah. Like, there were a lot... Like, there's so many albums that I'm just forgetting so many albums. Like, it's just too many. The D-Block album, too, came out. D-Block came out. Styles P had two albums come out this year. Like, come on, man. Like, where do you begin? Like, where do you start with, like, album of the year? You Like, to me, like, on on the article that I wrote, I chose November by Sir just because it came out in January. And for it to come out in January with all the music that came out and I'm still listening to it, I felt like that says something about an album. It says a lot about an album. I know it wasn't an album, but Freddie versus Jason was another crazy joint. That was good as well. 
And Freddie the, Gibbs had his album Freddie come out. Plus, I, he had another one with. Uh, he had, was it an album or? Well, yeah. No, these days it's either EPs or. Albums. And then you also have. He had uh, with Currency come out. Davies and Style Speed. Beloved. Beloved. That was a. That was an album or a mix? It was an album. It was an album. That, that was beautiful. Yeah, these days it's either albums or, or EPs. It's There's no more mixtapes, man. It's all. Because of all streaming, it, there's no more mixtapes. There shouldn't be. But yeah, Beloved was fucking amazing. Belly with Emigrant. Like, where, like, where do you. Where do you begin? I don't know. I can't pick one. Begin? I really can't. I just could say 2018 was a great. Year was a great year. Everybody had great body. 21, works. 21, 21. Huh? He just put out his album, 21 Savage. I haven't heard it yet. I'm I was, I am. It. It's fucking sick. Not my thing. My thing. My, I fucked uh, with 21 man, Savage. Favorite, my favorite. Out, my top five. I think I will go top five. It would have to be in no order. Victory lap. Champion's gonna have to be there. Four, four, four. Beloved. One more. Mm, more. <laughs> I'll give it to Belly. Belly. Emigrant. I think those are three. Those are five great <sighs> albums that really curve the yeah. way you know this year went for me. I got a top five albums. I'm going to start with J-Rock's Redemption. Definitely giving it to November by Sir. Uh, Throwing Nipsey. Georgia Smith's Lost and Found. I fucking kill that album. Oof. Honestly, I could fill this last spot with so many of them, yeah. but I'm going to give it to a black East Atlanta love letter. Tiana Taylor. Oh. Some, dude. Oh, my God. Like, uh, if I really sat down, I can make 20 top fives. Yeah. Like, if I really wanted to. And, and in those 20 top fives, it would just be five different albums. <laughs> like, it wouldn't even be the same ones. Like, I could just, nah. I could do that. What I'm happy so for this year, good. too, like. UK music, because I've been following for quite some time. Boy, these guys are going off. What? They're going off from Chippy to you have Skepta been going off. Crepton Conan did had a great year. Youngin had a great year. LMA had a great year. Lady Leisure had a great year. Malik Berry had a great year. Stormzy had a great year. Section. Boys, like everybody's doing great. LMA. Is it Malaya? Because uh, I'm, I'm horrible with names. The one who's on uh, Pour Me Another One out with Crepton Conan? Yeah. Uh, is it Malaya? No. Tabitha. There's Tabitha too, that white girl she could no, it's mix. Not. She's good. Yeah. No, it's not her. How did I forget? Steph Landon. Oh my God. I'm forgetting the girl's name. I got to like run in my Spotify. To, she had know, a I'll figure it out. Year. I'll figure it out, but when it comes to UK artists, especially like UK R and B, my God, oh my God, like it, it there's too James Arthur, there's too much that came out. Oh yeah, there's too much. I mean, it's crazy, crazy. We haven't even got to the movies and TVs yet. We're just on music. <laughs> oh 
Oh, yeah, we got to wrap this up. <laughs> no, honestly, um, man, like... Wait, how long have the minutes on us? An hour? Shit. What? We just been talking music the whole time. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah, man, There's there's been a lot. A lot of good. Yeah, I think we should move on. Movie take a of the quick year. time out because I got the worst bladder in the world. I also drank a whole bottle of wine. So. I think your grandfather have a better bladder than you do. No, his actually is worse than mine. <laughs> I promise you. <coughs> okay, guys, we're back. For you, it was like two seconds. For us, it was about like 45 minutes. <laughs> Terrible. What happened when you work with people with weak bladders? Not weak bladders. I drink about two gallons of water daily. Yeah, whatever. And on top of that, I've been drinking alcohol while I've been here. So, yes, I'm going to piss a lot, fuck. All right. So, let's move on to uh, <laughs> sports 2018. Sports highlights. highlights. Yeah, go ahead. Number one story. Browns. Let's give it up to Tyler's Browns, boy. Not at all. They went from winning zero games to... 500. They're f- show them some respect. Oh, you, you, Matthew is- hey, hey, relax, 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 relax. Okay? Okay. Anyways. You get a little bit too much dip on your chip right there, buddy. <laughs> he whooped your ass last week. Yo, you know what? Ago. I I had like the the game you said to Tyler count as, as your loss. And then he <laughs> yeah, I did, won I did that. say that. But you know what? I looked at it like for me it pained me in two ways. In one way it pained me because I'm like, my team is just they're downplaying towards competition. When they play against a better team, they want to play better. When they're playing against teams that they feel they should win against, so they feel like shit. So you're saying Tyler's win was a charity case? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying his Browns came out to fucking play and my boys didn't. That's what I'm saying. But with that win, the Browns got six wins. And in the beginning of this season, I told Jason, and I can't remember if I said it on a podcast or if it was just when we were in my basement chilling, I said the Browns this year will get six wins at the very least. I said that. So how are their 500 to level team? Yeah. They have a tie as well. Uh. So beating us, they got six. Beating the next team, they got seven. So seven, seven, one. Which, I want to take some credit for that. I called it. And I called it the second they got Baker Mayfield. I said, this is going to be, at the very least, a six-win team. Coming from zero wins to six wins. All right. One, six, and one is when Tyler started following them. So, Browns fans out there, you got to give Tyler some credit. Ever since he started cheering for you guys, you turned the fucking table. But you know what? I will say this, man. It's fun watching the Browns. And I never thought it would be fun watching the Browns. Football's over for me, so it's okay. Until yeah, because your Giants suck. Until Super Bowl. Until Super Bowl. Shut the fuck up. How? Yeah, there you go. No, no, I'm not saying. Whoever goes to the Super Bowl, I watch it. I don't really give a shit. Look. I love football. I watch football all Anyways, the time. Anyways, that's not the highlight. The biggest highlight was France wow, winning the World Cup. Wow, what a hater! <laughs> what a hater! France winning the World Cup in Russia. Oh, we're talking footy? What? Yes. 
Engolo Conte, Engolo Conte. That to me Engolo was the highlight. Engolo Conte, Engolo <laughs> That was the highlight of the year for sports. Yes. Les Bleus, they kicked that. Dude, you can never go bad with the World Cup. You can never go bad when France has a majority black team. And what? wins the World what Cup. What was the average age on that team? Chelsea's greatest defender, N'Golo Conte, shutting down Argentina's phenom. Say for me. Say for me. I'm not saying it's say too messy. Name. Say his name. It's too messy. I can't say it. Is, is it too messy? <laughs> I can't. It's say. so messy. It's so messy. <laughs> Biggest disappointment in the World Cup, obviously, Brazil. But. You got to give it so, to France. Not surprised. Not surprised. Not surprised either. Well, you got to look at it's the changing of the guard situation where like all the young teams, the young teams who've been playing together for a while, like Belgium, playing together for a while, a lot of young guys. You got De Bruyne there. You got Hazard there. You got Lukaku there. Like right. when they play together, dominant, dominant. And on top of that, when you look at France, whether it's Griezmann, Pogba, Conte, like you go down the list of what France had, and it's borderline unfair. My only thing with France, and this is obviously personal, I would have just liked Benzema, even if he was gonna sit on the bench. Dude, he's too old. No, but I just wanted him to get a World and Cup. When when World Cup started, me and you had a conversation about this, and you were saying, "Yo, Benzema should be there." Like, does it make sense? And I was looking at, and I told you the same thing. They want a younger team, a younger core who can run pace, and they can push teams with the press and force them into making bad decisions because they can't keep up. And that's exactly why they won. France just had a team that it was uh, tactically uh, speaking, yep. dominant. Very. But on top of that. If the tactics go out the window and we're just playing just, finesse ball, yeah, we're all young, you. fresh legs. It's all young guys. I think their oldest player was 28 years old yeah. or 29 years old. Like It's all young guys, very fast, very mobile. We're going to go out there and we're just going to run with you. And if you can't run with us, guess what? We're going to beat you. We're going to beat you. And that's what France did, man. They did it to a T. It was perfect because, look. Germany coming in, like we know Germany is always like the tactical powerhouse, but they're a tactical powerhouse with a bunch of old men. Old men, yeah. I'm sorry. Like if if all your guys are in their thirties, you're gonna Good realize luck. these young dudes are just gonna look at you like you're a yeah. joke. They're gonna yeah. run by you, they're gonna run circles around you. Like there's nothing you're gonna do, man. That's the highlight. What else? Do you want the hot best movie of the year? We're done. We're mean, not even gonna talk about basketball at all? Oh. Uh-huh. Like, yo, we're talking sports right now, man. I mean, I think was the that was the like we gave football a lick a lickle, but you know what? Going back to football, let's talk about some MVPs. Patrick Mahomes. Look, as a Broncos fan, I don't want to give any nods to Chiefs. I never do, but Patrick Mahomes deserves his fucking flowers right here, right now. He okay, does. Next. What do you mean next? Bro, I don't want to talk football. Look, it's a wrap-up, man. Your team ain't making playoffs. My team ain't making playoffs. But so football, let's just talk about it. Well, we should just talk about the Super Bowl. No, 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 no. Let's talk about Todd Gurley being fucking <clears throat> phenomenal. Let's talk about Patrick Mahomes 
going out there and being a fucking terror on the fucking field. We talk about Bailey. Drew Brees turning back the fucking clock and looking like Drew Brees of 2001. Like, let's fucking talk about it, man. Let's fucking go there before we jump into basketball. Since he brought me to World Cup, and you know I love me some footy. I love me some footy. <laughs> but let's give it up to them, man. Like, who's your MVP, man? Do you think it's Breeze? Do you think it's Mahomes? I need you to answer. I think I'll give it to Breeze. Over Mahomes? Yeah. Do you know how hard it is for you to go back to play in a, with the same tempo, the same energy as you get older? It's harder. Mahomes young. It is fresh harder, out. But Mahomes is this week could break fifty touchdowns, which there's only two other quarterbacks who've done that. Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. I understand two that. Two of the best who've ever done it. Plus right. he can also break five thousand yards, which Drew Brees is a good thousand away from, if I'm not mistaken. I, I give you all of that. But Drew has been in the league now going on what? 17 years about that years? yeah about that play like let let Mahomes play like that 17 years from now no granted but i can't ignore a guy who has no, of course it's great a couple 10 more touchdowns than drew Brees, and on top of that a thousand more yards than drew Brees. that's hard to ignore i mean is it you're not convincing me I'm not convincing with a guy who has 10 more touchdowns you, and 1,000 more yards me, I'm more, passing. I'm, not impre I'm impressed by that, yes. But I think to watch the way Drew Brees has kept his composure and has performed when no one – I wouldn't even – like five years ago, I thought he would be retired by now. Not me. And that's not to say that, like, right now, I'm, I'm After they won, they won not the shocked he's playing, but I don't think five years ago he would have been retired. Absolutely not. Like, he wasn't injury prone. Like, there were nothing of that type but of But I thought he was going to, like, when they, they won the Super Bowl five years ago, no? No, they won the Super Bowl early 2000. If I'm not mistaken, it was 2001 or 2002. Like, it was early. No, they won after that with, with Shockey. What? What fucking year was that? I might have. My years, which is the one crazy. after they got rid of Reggie I'm, Bush. I'm, I've messed up my years a lot. Yeah, I was like 10 years off. 2010. Right. I knew there was a one in there. I knew there was a one. <laughs> anyway. I don't remember but shit. I'm just saying, I feel like. Plus, we don't do research. <laughs> I'm saying after that, what, after that, I thought he might have like said, you know what? Like, let me put it up. Like, I mean... After 2010? No, like, five years from 2010. Like, I thought 20... So 2015? Like 15, 16, he would have been like, yo. I thought Dude, it if been, Tom Brady's still going at 40 years old... Yeah, but Man Manning isn't. You know? Payton? Yeah, Payton also had two neck surgeries that should have ended his, his career. But I'm just saying, like, I get so it. So, for Payton, yeah, I get why... Plus, when he was playing for the Broncos, the year he won and decided to retire, he was having issues feeling his fingertips while he was playing. Plus, he had an ankle injury that was fucking him up. Plus, he had a lower back injury. So, the fact that he was even able to go out there and quarterback at any caliber was incredible, let alone 
finishing a full fucking season and winning the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 50, by the way, with the Denver Broncos. My team. In case you didn't know. I don't, but I mean, I personally, I, I would give it to Joe Bruce. Yeah, you, you shut your mouth, Tyler. You shut your mouth. That's why you don't have a mic. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm impressed with Chubbs. If you're looking at rookies, I like how Chubb Oof. played. Love me. Bradley see. Chubb played Bradley very Chubb. well. I, I like, you know, I've been following him since uh, college. And obviously Saquon, <laughs> the guy. Honest to God, I would watch Giants games just to see Saquon Barkley. And I know these last couple of weeks, you guys have lowered his workload just because you know you're not winning anything. So you're at a point where it's just like, let's get a better draft position. But yeah, man, Saquon Barkley is... I know a lot of people have their feelings about you guys should have drafted a quarterback. Yeah. But I still feel like when you have a talent like Saquon Barkley that's on the board, you cannot... You cannot. Like, sacrifice it, fuck it. You'll get your quarterback next year, or you hope the quarterback you have does the job. But a guy like Saquon Barkley, you cannot say no to. No. Like, you ju- you can't. You just can't. Man. I think it was a smart move. I don't care what anybody yeah. says. No, I, I, I completely agree. Because, look, you have your wide receiver. Yep. You have Odell Beckham Jr. That's He'll your wide receiver. for a while. Now you have your running back. Yep. Your defense is good. Like, they're... Say what you want. The defense is good. The offense has always been your problem yep. because the offense can't get down the field, so they're giving the, the opposing team's offense short field advantage. The defense will go out there and do their fucking best, but at the end of the day, it's like if that opposing team only has to work with 30, 40, 50 yards. And what for are, them like, to play you know? defensively that great, losing Pierre Paul, yeah, and you know, losing a lot of guys on your defensive line, losing a few linebackers as well, yeah. and then to go out there and the majority of your games aren't breaking like for both teams combined. Yeah, was, we didn't lose by blowouts and getting like both teams combined. If you broke thirty, that was a high-scoring game, you know, which doesn't happen often for you guys. So no, that did. says a lot about your defense. I, I know, I know. I'm not, you know, I'm not Jason. I'm not here. You know, wishing about something now. Shout out to happen. Jason who couldn't make it tonight. I know this is a rebuilding phase for the Giants, and they have, you know, three things working for them right now. Yeah. So, if we could get a good QB in there, I mean, Eli did his thing already; it's done. Um, I, I, you know, some better linemen's on the O line. Do what you got to do, man. We're going to win another one. Okay, relax. If we could... 2020 could the be... The Browns are in town. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's see right. how long that lasts. You know what? Let's just say like our, our one last main highlight of the year. LeBron going to the Lakers. Good for him. If I were to say anything for LeBron... For LeBron, it would have been LeBron creating the school. I feel like that was bigger and more important than him going. That will just be like the whole Nike commercial. Then you know, there's all he created a school that is focused towards helping underprivileged kids who have 
difficulties learning have a space where they can be treated sports no i just said in general like 2018 highlight did i say sports yeah you said sports my bad then my bad just 2018 general 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 highlight yeah because let's wrap it up because we've been what's the minutes on this yeah let's wrap it up highlights of the year I'm like bobbing my head to the music, but they can't hear it. <laughs> oh, I don't even know where to start. There have been so many. Like, there's so many things that have happened this year. Like, how do you pick one thing that was, like, just grandiose? My goodness. Don't think too hard, bro. I can't think about anything. <laughs> I, I mean, it has to revolve around Jay-Z and them raising a bill, uh, $10 billion for... Um, $10 billion? Yeah. They ra- it was that mi- much? How much did they raise? The 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 on-the-run tour raised $10 billion for... Holy shit. What was that? What's the cause again? I keep forgetting. I don't know. But some uh, I didn't know they raised that much. Ten billion is a fucking high number. I think it's something like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll check, but I'm sure. I feel like it's safer to say million. No, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not. Ten billion hey, is hey, rude. Put some respect on Hove's. No, ability. I I am, but ten billion. Do you understand how much ten billion is? That's a fucking number and a half. Is what? <laughs> All ten billion dollars. Suck all the dicks. <laughs> I'll suck a bag of dicks with 10 million. <laughs> that's a conversation you guys weren't privy to. Uh, that's, yo, that's Matthew's thing, bro. We all have a number. We all have a number. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but for 10 billion with a B, it's a bag of them things. <laughs> Oh fuck! Yeah, my highlight of the year. Fuck, I just I don't want to be cheesy and say this podcast getting to this point. You know, like I was so great, but because no, my highlight was not this podcast. No, sorry guys. (laughs) I think my highlight was just like coming to that place with my family where. A lot of our decisions were more progressive over just plateauish, where we just understood that a lot of things we were doing needed to change and a lot of things that we thought were okay weren't. And just getting to that point of just understanding that mentally, physically, emotionally, we need to get to a point where we're just pushing forward and looking for what was next, not just for ourselves, but for like the next generation coming up you know like i talk about my nieces all the time my little cousins you know and just making sure that all the decisions we were making were towards making sure not just ourselves were good but they were good as well and i feel like that was probably the highlight for me because a lot of the things that i i was keeping to myself i was able to let out and let be known and it was it wasn't just shut down. It was reciprocated. It was understood. And we built on top of it. And we started pushing forward in a way that was very positive. So I say all that 
to ultimately say if there's things that are on your mind and you know i know the holiday season is a time where it's a lot of joy it's a lot of happiness with family friends loved ones you're making your connections but at the same time it can be very fucking hard for people because they see everybody having those connections but for themselves for certain individuals they don't have that or they feel they don't have that <coughs> there's no better time than now to get to that position that point where you just the way you feel the things you're feeling the the ideas you have the expressions you need to be put forth you let them be known and you gotta let them be known because one is gonna be a weight off your shoulders and off your chest but on top of that you can't make any complaints about the way things are going unless you're letting it be known the way you feel about things and from what i've said today what jamali said today like we've been in our position where we enjoy the lives we have we love the past that we're on and we know where our future is heading towards because we've had those difficult conversations we've had those moments where we've looked at the people that are closest to us and said where is this going what do you want this is what i want and like we've had those difficult conversations and sometimes we look at them as it's hard to do we don't know how to begin them we don't know where they're going to lead, but the fear of the unknown and the fear of taking that first step should not be stronger than your will and your ambition and your ability to just go for it. So this whole rant is essentially me saying leading into 2019, it's December 31st. If you're listening to this as it came out. Maybe it's a couple days later and you're already in 2019. Let's take those steps towards making sure the way we feel, the way we see things, the way we want things to progress, we don't just keep to ourselves. We push it forward. We let the people that we know, we love, that we cherish and we hold closely know the way we feel. So that way we start taking those steps towards progressing ourselves progressing our lives and the lives of people that are in our lives and getting towards the goals that we feel we can accomplish anything you want to add on that jamali no not really i think you said what you have to say i, think I just I think too. i just think you know whatever it is your fear is just try to overcome it and you know set expectations that are realistic you know you set smart uh goals you know you you know that's just how i look at make it. make a game plan yeah all it is so should we close this out for the final time in 2018 yep all right let's do it man. love is love thank you guys for tuning in thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the don't be mad podcast as always you can find us on facebook don't be mad podcasts. You can find us on Twitter and on Instagram at don't be mad pod. You can find myself on Twitter and on Instagram at lefty lucky underscore. You can find my boy Jamali. Say you're at. No, it's cool, man. You don't know what it is. You Say don't know it. You don't know. You don't is know it. it. Jason? Yo, because you changed it like three fucking times, man. Hey. I know on Twitter you're like, no, on Instagram. No, 
Yeah, on Instagram, you're jstaples514. Yep. All right, I got it right. And on Twitter, yeah. you're at jbucks. There you go. But jbucks is spelled J-A-E-B-U-C-K-Z. Two C's. Two C's. I was close. You motherfucker, I'd be knowing things. <laughs> I was referring to you when I said, if you don't know, you don't know. I <laughs> yeah, I know I know you were talking to me. I was referring to you. I was talking oh, to the them? audience. Oh, no. Well, now the audience knows. And as always, guys, tell your friends, tell your family, and tell your pets to listen and share the Don't Be Mad podcast. Thank you so much for a great year. Another great year is on the way. Peace, we love you.